Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode 19. It's called A Private Little War. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, this is an episode that I was not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- why, you may ask. Uh, just simply because I was making the thumbnails and I saw one of the screenshots that I used and I was like, oh, this looks like a bad one. This looks like primitive, uh, you know, uh, civilization on a planet. Those episodes usually suck. And the funny thing is, is that I feel like this episode is really conflicting because there's some really good ideas in there. Yeah, it's definitely not playing the same old trope that we're used to with those primitive cultures. The, the actual core plot is actually a very very strong idea uh and that 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 core plot is it's this primitive culture uh and it's kind of no go zone and kirk was here before back when he was a lieutenant back in one of his first uh sort of travels and they you know they didn't interfere and this this place was uh known for being very peaceful all the people who lived here uh never had any conflict they were they were were very peaceful they they never even understood what fighting was and that was that was great you know it's it's like paradise this is great However, uh, they're split into two tribes, and one side has very primitive guns. What they're calling fire sticks—that's what they're calling. And yeah. the th- the theory in the episode, which does turn out to be true, is that the Klingons, who are also interested in this planet, are basically teaching one side how to fight and giving them weapons. And you know, just primitive enough that it looks like they could be making them, but yeah. But they're they're influencing things, and the dilemma then becomes: Well, what do we do? Can we stop them from being violent and roll back, or do we just have to take the the other side of people who are still trying to be peaceful and make sure they're equally armed, so that yeah. the, the balance of power is restored, even if it is kind of you know the end of the peace that it was? Because now we always have to have the maybe there'll be conflict because. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the the idea that okay, no, there's gonna be an arms race now. Even if even if we give them something that equals them, they will advance past this to try and outdo the other. Now that there is a conflict. Yeah, that's just really interesting. That's that's a great idea. Unfortunately, there's also stuff where Kurt gets poisoned, and the mysterious witch woman who is married to the head of the tribe kind of like owns his soul or something. And she, yeah. <laughs> And there's a lot of like a lot of that bullshit. I, I don't, and then, I don't know. so you've got you've got Kirk out of commission for about a quarter of the episodes. You got Spock out of commission for about half. I'd say more than half. He's out for like yeah, seventy yeah. percent or something like that, eighty percent. Yeah, no, that's fair. And so it feels like okay, we're really going in on this conflict. As you know, uh, you know, we're not even really focusing our cast that much. Mm-hmm. But then it still tries to do things with the cast because of course you have to and that that's the stuff that actually suffers the most because it's like they feel shoehorned into the story almost at points yeah and actually at least some of it, obviously the, the dilemma and kirk sort of how he solves it is definitely yeah, interesting yeah but part. they were like no we need to have more plot from them. they have to have something as well as that yeah and i think the other problem though from that perspective is that the the characters in the actual tribe are not that interesting you know tyree the leader of the tribe like he's it's boring. It's boring. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not doing anything wrong, but it's just it's just there. And as per usual with these primitive cultures, they've got these stupid like wigs on, and uh, mm. just the way they've designed them to have this kind of look. It just it feels like. So sometimes with with these types of episode, I feel like oh we're not going to give them a cool design because we thought of something that's going to be fun or it's going to be unique. It's like you know, 
we can't just make them look like normal humans. We have to give them something weird. Yeah. And it never, it usually never works. It's, it's always kind of goofy, and it takes me out of the episode and just feels like, no, this is just a bunch of people in stupid wigs. Pretty much. And then there's a stupid monster that actually poisons Kirk, which is this furry-looking stupid thing. Yeah. But but that's the thing you get out here is the characters themselves aren't interesting. It's just the, the concept that's good. Yeah. The, co- the concept's the best part. And, yeah. you know, when you actually see the Klingon with this other, the head of the other tribe, and the the, the, the head of the tribe's talking about how, how good killing feels and how good the hunt is, and he's, he's really getting into it, and the, the Klingon's really corrupted them. And, like, Kirk's whole thing is, like, well, unfortunately, we just have to, like, arm this side as well, so there's balance. There's just, you know, he even references the, the arms race of the Cold War. Yeah, it's, it's going, well, if we arm them, they won't get wiped out. Yeah, and the others won't shoot as quickly because they, they can be shot back. Like, you know, they're not exactly. just as... There's repercussions. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good idea. It's, it's a good sort of thing to explore. Um... And the idea of losing it is kind of devastating because, you know, no doubt the world would be a better place if we, if we couldn't and fight. So. Obviously, we've we've done the mutually assured destruction stuff on Trek before. Mm-hmm. But this is a very different version because this is, instead of going bigger, it pairs it back and goes, you know, okay, you know, we're going to go smaller in scale. To, you know, two tribes, really basic weapons, but the principle's still there of, okay, no, we won't attack each other because, it'll, you know, we're both going to suffer then rather than just one side. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, though, that's where the positives kind of end. Yeah. And the rest of it's your same goofy stuff, uh, your same sort of, like, they've got this wacky culture that no one under- seems to understand all that well. Uh, and you, you've got, like... and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's supposed to be some sort of message to read from the fact that the, the woman, the sort of the witch, if you will, who, you know, heals yeah. Kirk and is constantly wanting to be armed and get better weapons. Oh, you've got better than what they've got. You've got your lasers and all the rest of it. You come from the sky. You've got all the fancy things. And she steals his, Kirk's phaser at one point. And she runs out and then this other tribe, like, grab a hold of her and she says, oh, I'm going to sell you this. So, she, so she's villainous in the end. She, she actually tries to sell them and say, oh, I'll, I'll be like... Let me join your tribe, and I'll give you this even better weapon. I'll, I'll be this. She's essentially a, one of these smarmy arms dealers <laughs> in the middle. Essentially, here. yeah. Yeah, she's a war profiteer, which I, I guess is as deep as it goes. I, but I'm just, I'm assuming yeah. the fact that she immediately gets like kind of killed. Like you know, they, they basically don't believe her. She, she tries to main, maintain control at the moment, and the guys just kind of because that, that's the other thing. The Klingons are apparently also teaching them how to how to uh, be extremely sexist and. Because they're, they're talking about women as a prize. It's like, oh, give them to the one who killed the most, and then they'll understand that there's benefits to to the yeah. the spoils of war and blah blah blah. Um, and it feels like that's what they're going to do to her. And she sort of fakes back, but she you know, she gets killed. She she dies. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's just maybe it's just another casualty, and it's just showing that you know this is what happens when everyone starts fighting. Like this is why you yeah, everyone fight. suffers. Uh, but that's the thing is that Tyree. The whole episode, he doesn't want to be using a gun. He's like, no, I don't want this thing. He throws it down the ground. He doesn't want it. And at the end, though, when he's... This is his wife, <laughs> we should yeah. mention. Uh, is killed, he's like, give me guns so that we can fight them and kill them all. Like he's, you know, he's, he's out for vengeance. And, like, Kirk is smart enough that he knows that this is past the point of return. Like, there's... That's, yeah, a lot of the stuff with, with Kirk is, is him and McCoy kind of go debating whether this is the, the right course of action to go down. And Kirk always kind of falls on this side of, no, this is probably the best thing to do. And I think it is. Um, 
And it, is, it does kind of make you hate the Klingons a little bit because without the Klingon influence, this might not have happened at all. Like, no, uh, it's, it's actually a very cynical episode, like you say, because we go, yeah, Kirk's probably right, but it's sad that that's the right option. Yeah, no. It's, everyone, it's one of those that there's a, that there's a necessity to, to, to an arms race. McCoy's never happy about it, even when he understands that he's not happy. And when Kirk calls up and says, hey, uh, Scotty, I need you to make me a hundred uh, of these guns, he's like, wait, what? I didn't hear you right there, sir. You want me to do what? Yeah. Um, you know, so, so everyone's kind of reacting the correct way. And the, the ending's kind of this sort of down moment where Kirk just sort of like ponders that this is just the way it's always going to have to be. And we cut to credits. Like, it's a very downbeat moment. There's no yeah, like, there's joke no, at the end. No or, banter. Yeah, there's none of that. It's a very... Uh, so it's, it's a very cynical look at, you know, like like the mutual assured destruction, you know, everyone having nuclear weapons. And, and of course... It's very much uh, going, them going, well, well, we see why we need this because everyone's equal, but we don't really like it, but it's just the way it is now. And let's not overlook the fact, of course, this was the late 60s when this was made of and course. came out. Uh, I think that's obviously very relevant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was, what, maybe five, six years removed from the Cuban Missile Crisis? <laughs> like, yeah, like, even now, there's a vast, like, a lot of people who will say, yeah, okay, we don't like this, but that's just the way it is. Of course, you have people fight for nuclear disarmament. But uh, even a lot of those people will, will agree that it doesn't work unless everyone disarms. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. That, that's that, that's the problem. It's like, well, it's it's like, well, yeah, but what can we do unless everyone agrees and is level? Because correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm mixing up my history here, but there was someone instrumental to developing the nuclear bomb that intentionally gave it to the Soviets, right? Uh, quite possibly. I think that I, I vaguely remember hearing that uh, uh, in school. Uh, I mean, I, I never had that in school, but that, that sounds perfectly plausible to me. It's like, well, you know, someone smart enough to recognise this needs yeah. to be equal. Yeah, I think I think it was because we, we did the Cold War, and I'm sure that was something that was brought up. Uh, uh, but I, I can't remember; it's been too long now. <laughs> yeah, but, I I never studied that, but it sounds right. It, it's, it sounds reasonable. Uh, the idea that if if the, the opposing force has the same weapons, it'll stop the one who has them already from just throwing them out every chance they get. Exactly. Uh, especially given what already happened to Japan as well. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's the fear of retaliation that that makes them hesitant. And to be fair, up until now, uh, certainly up until the end of the Soviet Union, there was no nuclear bombs launched. So it wasn't. It, it's it's worked so far. So far. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, one certain madman might, might be changing things, but two, two madmen. Let's not say one. There's well, okay, okay. There, there is two, but one just had like fresh sanctions imposed. Sure, but we 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 we, we have two children with their, their fingers over the button now, and that's yeah, terrifying. But. Yeah. But no, why, why, is, why, why is this episode so relevant again? Oh god, I know. But the reason why I brought that up was it was just it was, it's Kirk's almost like the the allegory for that that decision yeah. here. He uh, is in a weird way. Uh, so I mean that's definitely I mean that's what we've mostly talked about because it's it's by far the most interesting. thing. Yeah, it's in definitely the where the episode is best when it's doing that stuff. It's legitimately good. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I mean, too much time with all the other bollocks. It is, yeah. It's the thing, like, we spend like 10 minutes setting up and then Kirk gets poisoned and then for about 5 to 10 minutes it's all about trying to cure Kirk and, oh, go find Tyree and find find his wife and we're interested in his wife and his wife's with him and she's got like a spell on him and she's like rubbing him with leaves and being like, oh, mm-hmm. you, you, you yeah. love me forever, blah, 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 blah. And then it, you know, and then we eventually get Kirk healed and she like witnesses McCoy like heating up all the rocks to keep Kirk warm because he's, he's, he's cold and he's shivering. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, I mean, there's some... and you've got Kirk making out with her at some point because Kirk has to make out with a woman. 
<laughs> of course, of course. She, she's very forceful in this sense, though. He's, he's not trying to. He's not. He's not. He's. He, it's you know, it's, it's his friend's wife. But yeah, he's supposed to be friends with Tyree. And uh, th- then in the ship, of course, you have Spock, uh, out cold, sick from being uh, shot or whatever <laughs> on the episode. And there's some wacky stuff in there. With Nurse Chapel, who's clearly got a crush on Spock, uh, yeah. holding his hand during it. And there's a funny moment where the doctor comes in and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, Vulcans are actually very aware when this is all going on. He probably even knew you were holding his hand. And yeah, then, he's, he's, he's in a self-induced coma just to preserve yeah. energy, but he's, he's got awareness. Yeah, uh, yeah. the moment where like he says to her, like, hey, if he starts to speak, do whatever he says, no matter what it is, you know, do whatever he says. And when he does start to speak, he's like, hit me, hit me. And she starts hitting him. And then Scotty walks in, he's like, what are you doing, woman? Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> and then the doctor like slaps him in the face like five times until eventually the hand comes up. He's like, "That'll be enough, doctor. Thank you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just that that stuff's comical. It's just you wait far too long for it. With, yeah, you wait uh, with, with Spock out. You wait far too long, and there's not a whole lot to it. It's just it's just entertaining. Like, is there a purpose why Spock's like missing for most of the episode? Can you can you think of why they felt the need to take him out of the main story? Because he's normally there. He's normally the, the... He is normally there. Uh, I, I wonder if it is they wanted just the two viewpoints of Kirk and McCoy. They wanted it to be less logical and more just on feeling and, and you know, their debate there. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Spock's too logical. We don't want to murky this up with, you know, cold hard facts. We want to be, be on feeling sometimes. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just the... the... You know, the idea that uh, we're tackling such a real, especially for the time, world problem. We don't want to be made belittling by having an alien with his, his weird alien logic sort of messing yeah, up. We want yeah, two human be. beings discussing and debating this. But, yeah, I mean, it sounds plausible, but it's... yeah. To me, what, made, what would have made it more interesting if Spock was there saying, no, on a pure logic basis, this is what makes sense. Yeah, and it would be interesting to see him go, oh, pure logically, this is what makes sense, but then maybe they, they argue against him. Be like, but yeah, yeah, yeah but just because it's logical doesn't mean it's right. I mean, we've had that a few times, but yeah. So some good ideas in here, but it's, it's, it adds up to a kind of muddled episode it does, overall. It does it's a shame because it has potential to be a really great one. Mm. It does. Uh, unfortunately, it does. Honestly, I'm, I'm trying to think of a single Star Trek episode where it's them in a planet with a civilization, like a primitive civilization that doesn't suck. I'm trying to think of one, and I can't. This is the closest we've got. This is the closest we've got. And I think that's why this is this one's so frustrating to me, because I can see how... Like, most of them, I'm, I, I can just write them off going, yeah, okay, yeah, it's doing yeah. this, I don't care. This one, I can see it being a good episode. I can see this being a great episode, but it's just not there. It's just wasting time with other shit. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I concur. Uh, I did like that the Klingons were involved again. I like that we're, they're really having them as a, 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 a an existing threat that's around all the time, and... Yeah, you know, they're all they're, they're out there. They're they're doing their things as well, even if we don't see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I cannot wait for next gen just so the Klingons look like Klingons better. Yeah. Is the word you're looking for? I don't even even the next gen. I, th- I think uh, I think we get proper Klingons movies. in the movies at yeah. some point because uh, they're they're in at least the sixth movie uh, from memory, probably more as well, but definitely the sixth one. Cool. Uh, but no, uh, I guess that wraps that up. Uh, so that, that has uh, been episode 19 of season 2 of Star Trek. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.